0: which comes from the book of Colossians, chapter 1, 1 to 14. And the microphone's just down here. Yeah.
1: Paul, (laughs) an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, Grace to you and peace from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, ...in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Thank you.
0: Wonderful. If we get the slides up, please, guys at the back? Okay, so today's topic, uh, we're starting this new series on kingdom strategy. As I said before, the idea of us thinking about and how we can enhance or, or add to, to do something for God's glory and His kingdom. And it's about us having a strategy, having things in place, a, a purpose, being deliberate, about seeking to, to grow, advance God's kingdom. And today it's very straightforward, as we saw in the passage, it's about encouragement and prayers, encouragement and prayers, encouragement for each other, praying for each other. Encouragement for Christians throughout the world. Praying for Christians throughout the world. So if we go to the next slide, I just wanted to think, some, think about encouragement for, them for a moment. Do you encourage other Christians? Do you encourage, spur them on to follow God's ways? I just want you to stop and, and th- if you were to give yourself a score out of five, how would you go on this front? Would you start down the lower end of the score? Would you say that you struggle in this, that you hardly ever encourage anyone? Would you say that you occasionally do it? Would you say that some days uh, you do it? Would you say that it was every day that you encourage? Or would you say a five out of five, would you say that it's every day that you encourage Christians and that you do it multiple times and that you encourage people not only locally but around the world? Well, I'd like you to turn to your neighbour and give them an honest assessment of where you're up to out of five. Uh, Tell them where you think you are in encouraging Christians this morning. I'll give you a few moments to, to have a chat. Well, there's many ways to encourage yeah, that's a, that's a start, a text message as a start, meet with them. Any fives out there? <laughs> Any ones? Okay, yeah, like it's, uh, it's a pretty big, because I think we can assume that everyone's doing Okay. We can just assume that 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 christians are doing it okay that someone else is looking out for them but are they are they really doing okay of course the opposite of encouragement is sadly when we turn on each other and we get judgmental or we point out people's weaknesses but if we go to the next slide we need to remember what was going on here who wrote this letter paul did he was in prison he was in prison but he had not given up. He was in chains, but he had not overcome. He had a passion even while he was locked away in this room. He still was able to look to God. He was not overcome by his his circumstances. He was not complaining. How easy would it be to be in prison and complain? That wasn't him. He was this person that was praying. He was worshipping God. We know that he was witnessing to anyone that would come there. We know that he was encouraging people. As the picture shows there, he was writing letters. He had such a focus, such an energy to build others up. So tell me, did Paul actually know anyone in this church in, in, uh, in Colossae? Did he know anyone? What do you think? Do you think he knew anyone there? One person, Epaphras. He knew one person and yet he went to the effort to encourage them. He heard of their faith. What had happened, he was in this Roman prison and this, this guy, Epaphras, who had been, or however you like to pronounce it, he went, uh, he went across to Rome, obviously. He met with Paul. Paul asked questions. And then we see Paul, with his incredible passion, starts praying for this church, it looks like on a daily basis. He starts finding out information and he goes to the great length of writing this long, encouraging letter. So if we go to the next slide. With this in mind, and a score out of five. There are so many Christians needing help. So many people that could do with some encouragement and prayers. But do you know of people in need? And do you care enough? Do you care to do it? Because it's so easy to become self-focused in our lives. It's so easy just to turn the TV on, to watch the sport, to do those things with our free time that have got nothing to do with God's. But we don't see that with Paul. We see someone who truly cares. And he puts his whole heart, all his time, all his efforts to encourage and pray for and build up others. Even in the most difficult situation. So we go to the next slide. As I said, it's all about us encouraging. Today's about encouragement and prayers. Following this example of Paul, to to reach out to Christians and to encourage them. It's about having that heart to truly engage and and to encourage. I'm sure that you can think of a time when you've had some encouraging words from someone. Someone sent you a text message or an email or they've, they've even written you a letter. Maybe you've got a phone call from a Christian and it's been a, an encouragement to your journey. Can anyone relate to that? It's good. It is a good thing. I tell you what, I am never discouraged or put off when a Christian contacts me and encourages me. It's good. I can think of multiple times that people have contacted me. And probably the most significant, as I reflected this morning or the last few days, um, there's a pastor in the Philippines and he's just randomly contacted me one day on Facebook and said, um, I'd like to become your friend. You're always a bit worried about (laughs) Facebook friends as to whether they're actually genuine, but he is. And he regularly puts up Bible verses, but he prays for me. He sends me messages, I'm praying for you. He's never met me. He doesn't know me. He just knows that I'm a pastor in Australia trying to do... God's will. It's incredible that he does that. It is beautiful. And it's along the lines of what Paul is doing here. And it's a challenge to me to encourage others. So let's see what Paul said in his words to encourage them. In verse uh, 3, he says, We always thank God, that's Paul and Timothy, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love you have for all God's people. Here we see that Paul wants to encourage them. He said, I've heard of your faith. I've heard of the love that you have for for God's people. And so I'm encouraged. And I want to encourage you. I want you to keep going. He goes on to say, I'm so thankful that you've, you've realized this hope of what is to come. This hope of heaven. And if we go to the next slide, he keeps going with his encouragement. He says, in the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learnt it from are your dear fellow servants. What is he thankful for? He's thankful that the good news, the gospel is going out and that people are understanding it throughout the whole world. Even these believers that he's come to learn about in Colossae, in these Colossians. They've come to realize the truth. And so Paul is encouraging them for what they've come to believe. They've got God's grace. And so he's encouraging them that their lives have changed, that they're growing in the ways of Jesus. And notice how even though he's a leader, how does he refer to this Christian that's come out to him? However you pronounce his name. I say Ephaphraaz, I think it's uh, Epaphras, 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 okay, Epaphras. He calls him a fellow servant. He doesn't put his authority above him. This was really impossible. Paul had this important position, but he said, well, I'm just a fellow servant, and we're just going about this business of getting this good news of Jesus out there. What an encouraging thing to say. This is a letter full of encouragement. And so the challenge for us, as we go to the next slide, is to encourage. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for our church family. I'm thankful for the faith that we have. I'm thankful for the contribution that each of us makes to make this a family that cares about God. But I want to encourage us this morning to encourage others. If you've got the, the outline there or if you've got a piece of pen and paper, I want you to get it out right now because I want to challenge you to do something Uh, You could use your phone if you're a phone person. I want you to jot down at least three names of individuals or of churches or missionaries or um, churches themselves or or people that you can think of who you can encourage. Who is someone that you can encourage, that you can get in touch with? You might say, well, three is not enough. Well, yesterday afternoon, I, I went crazy doing this. Uh, I got about 10 or 15 messages out to different people to encourage them Uh, and and churches I've been involved in the past. I was deeply encouraged to encourage. So think of some people. Jot it down so you don't forget. The challenge is to take it home and to encourage them. If you need some pen and paper, we can probably find some somewhere. Um, There was the handouts this morning. Three people or three ministries or three missionaries. I sent some messages to missionaries including my friend in Russia, Tim K., and he wrote back to me straight away, super encouraged that I thought of him and that I was praying for him. Because the challenge, of course, is not only to encourage them, to send them some encouraging words about their faith and to continue on the Christian journey, but then we need to match it by praying for them. So get some names down. How are you going? Have you got some names down your list? I'll give you a minute. I'll sit down for a minute. I'll give you some time to... Maybe you'll get ten names down. And, of course, I'm not only thinking about people in the church, I'm thinking about people outside of our church as well, if you didn't get that message. What about outside? Yes. Perfect. Okay, well, great. Let's make it 100. Let's set the bar high. Well, I hope this has got you thinking and bubbling away as to who you can encourage maybe even it could be someone you don't even know that you just know that there's a Christian or you've heard reports of something that's happening through a missionary now as I was saying it's not only encouragement if we go to the next slide it's also to pray to match this with prayer and that's exactly what Paul is doing in this, in this letter he's encouraging them he's giving thanks to God and he's praying Paul had this heart that he would see the persecuted church or anyone, that they would just keep going in faith. And that's why this letter comes about. And I'm sure we can think of of persecuted churches around the world. There are. There are many persecuted churches. We could pray for them. They need our assistance. There are churches struggling around the Riverina that we could pray for. There are individuals, Christians that we know, that are really struggling. That we should pray for it's a wonderful thing to to stop and to seek God and to pray a blessing to seek God's goodness and his ways and I love the focus of this prayer that Paul does if we go to the next slide he doesn't pray um, so much for their well-being their health or their finances he focuses his prayer that they will grow spiritually That's why I love it. He wants them to grow in God's ways. In verse 3, if I was to summarize his prayer, he starts by giving thanks to God that they have their faith and love. We saw that. And he moves on to pray that they will know God's will. Isn't that important in verse 9, that we know God's will, what He wants for each of us and what He wants for our church family. And then he prays that God will give them spiritual wisdom and understanding. a beautiful picture that they will understand the things of God that they will have that that spiritual sight and then he asked God to help them to live, to honour and praise God that's in verse 10 we see here that this is all about them growing spiritually getting a picture of what God wants them and then to do it and it continues the next slide that they will bear fruit in every good work. That they will have more knowledge of God's. That they will be given godly strength and power for endurance. That's verse 11. And that God will give them joyful thanks because of the inheritance that they have in Jesus. This is a prayer about them growing spiritually from start to finish. That they will get more knowledge and wisdom and excitement and joy from God's that they'll be filled with His ways and understanding and that will move them out to do His will. Is this different to your prayers? Is it different to my prayers? Absolutely, because if we go to the next slide, here's some of the things that I pray for that I know that we've already prayed for today, that we focus on asking for good health. Maybe we ask for provision for worldly wealth. We ask for a career promotion Maybe. Uh, or even our daily provision, our daily foods. He's not asking for any of those things. He's, he, notice his focus here. He said, well, I'm just assuming that God's going to look after you. God's going to care for you. I'm going to pray that you grow spiritually, that you flourish in what really matters. Your faith, your understanding of God and that you, you grow in that beautiful space because that's what truly matters. The other stuff, sure, it's significant and I think it's great that we pray for people's health very important that we care and love and care for each other but so much more we should be praying that we, we grow in the ways of jesus that we grow and flourish in our faith uh, and as he was saying that we understand god's will that, that we grow in our not only understanding of it but living it out so that we can praise god all those things because having a kingdom strategy if we're going to have this, this prayer life of ours, we're going to pray for people to grow in their knowledge and in the ways of Jesus, that they're going to flourish in faith. That's what it's about, having a strategy of prayer to see God do amazing things. And so I hope is that we will get a hold of this prayer and that we will pray it, that we will pray it for those that we've encouraged. So my hope is that not only will you encourage those Christians on your list there but that you will also pray for them and that you will pray that they will flourish in their faith, that they will have strength. I like the point there that God will give them strength and power for endurance. Tell me, what do you like about this prayer? What do you like about it? The New Living Translation, I think, phrases it as being full of the joy of the Lord, or full of, of joy in the Lord for what He's done. Yeah. Anyone else like to share what they love about this prayer? Yeah, that's right. He's praying for people he doesn't know, personally. He's just heard reports about them. And he's like, I care so much about you, I'm going to invest time into doing that. That's a, it's a foreign concept, I think, for lots of us, that, that, that we don't truly care or we do care but to care as i said at the start like do you really care enough to put energy in to pray for those persecuted christians and and all those things it's a wonderful challenge Jay. Mm. it does it does and to focus on god's will yeah anyone else like to, to add anything from that prayer Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Amen. Would you like me to pray a prayer like this for you right now? Yeah. Would you like to grow in these things? Well, I'd love to pray for you. And wouldn't it be beautiful that we could pray this prayer for others? I put a similar prayer up for our church leadership yesterday, that we're praying that God would bless us uh, uh, with these things. But I'd love to pray right now. Let's pray. Our Father, how incredible you are. And Lord, I do pray a blessing upon each person here. That Lord, that you will fill us with your thanks. That you will give us a, a thankfulness for each other's faith and love. Lord, that you will help us to deep, deeply know your will. That you will help us to understand that. That Lord, that you will give each of us spiritual wisdom and understanding that our God, that you will help each of us here to live, to honour and praise your name, to know how to walk in your ways, to praise you. Lord, help us to bear fruit, to do good works for your honour and help us to have more knowledge of you, knowledge of your greatness. And we pray that you will give us, each of us here, strength and power and That you will help us to endure what is ahead. That you will help us to have patience in this world. And that you will give us a joyful thanks in our heart. That you will help us to remember what is to come in the glory of heaven. And that you will help us to praise you in that thanks each day. And Lord, we pray this blessing not only for ourselves here, but we think of our friends, our family. We think, Lord, of, of the Christians that we wanted to encourage. Lord, help us to reach out and encourage them and help us to pray for them, that they true will grow in your ways. Help us, Lord, to be moved by you and to grow in your ways. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.